Hey, I'm Jazz, the founder of Let's Sleep, and over the last few years, I've helped hundreds of parents go from tired, overwhelmed, and all-consumed about their baby's sleep to well-rested and totally confident. With a career in midwifery, maternal and child health nursing, and now infant and child sleep consulting, I'm bringing you all my words of wisdom to this podcast. The Let's Sleep podcast is for parents wanting to be totally empowered navigating their little one's sleep from birth to five years of age. Honest and educational conversations to give you the tools you need to make sleep easy. Let's do this. Welcome to episode two of the Let's Sleep podcast. I'm really excited for today's topic and I know that so many of you are going to be really excited for this as well. So the topic for today is how to boss naps on the go. How do we do naps on the go with confidence and without worrying about the consequences of trying some naps on the go? Now, the reason why I bring this topic up is because there's a couple of situations I see with families that I support or that I talk to on Instagram. One is that they're doing all their baby's naps on the go. So their baby will only sleep in the carrier or in the pram or in arms, whatever it is. And then the other the other side of the, the story is that, you know, families might only be doing say contact naps on them at home or their baby will only sleep in their bed and they just don't know how to actually get sleep happening when they're not in their cot or at home on mum or dad. So what I'm going to do today is give you three tips to boost your confidence in trying some naps on the go and I really want to encourage you if this is something that you're wanting to start doing with your little one and for it to be quite effortless and not stressful, I really want to encourage you to try and do a nap on the go, you know, once a day. Uh, When my little girl Hazel was really under sort of 13, 14 months, I used to do um, her morning nap assisted most days. Um, And that meant, you know, I'd get out for a pram walk or um, I'd go for a drive. And when she was having three naps a day, so she dropped her third nap around seven and a half, eight months. And in that first eight months, I used to do pretty much every third nap assisted as well. So I was getting out for the morning sleep and for the third sleep. And I loved that. I know that a lot of sleep consultants um, and information that I see out there is, you know, sometimes really focusing on offering all of your baby sleeps in their cot. But I actually encourage the opposite. Of course, encouraging uh, a nap in your baby's cot and their night sleep in their cot is really important if you're wanting to work on self-settling but it doesn't mean that you can never offer naps on the go. And it's one of those things that the more naps you do on the go, the easier it will be for your baby to get used to sleeping on the go. And that gives you a lot of freedom and flexibility, particularly when you're traveling um, or you're having an off routine day. Um, And, you know, especially when your little one starts childcare and they're sleeping and in, in an environment that isn't, you know, just completely dark, and has their white noise on and you know there's a lot of distractions at childcare when they're sleeping so anyway i've gone off on a tangent but it's really important to offer 
assisted naps regularly if it's something that you want to be able to do regularly. Uh, they just, you know, babies get used to what we do for them on a regular basis. So that'd be my tip for you is if this is a goal you have and you're, you know, wanting to get some cot sleep happening for your baby, but also be able to do naps on the go, do both. Just focus on the long nap of the day, generally their middle sleep of the day in, in their cot. And the other one or two naps that they have, get out and about um, at least, you know, once a day and, and just give it a go. And give yourself that grace for a week or two that that the assisted naps might not go so well or it might take them a week or two to actually get the hang of falling asleep more easily in the pram or the carrier or in the car. But these three tips that I'm going to go through are really going to help you um, to make sure that those naps on the go are really as successful as possible. So the first tip I have for you is these are pretty basic. They won't probably be a surprise for you, but they're super, super important. So tip one is to darken your little one's sleep space when you're on the go. You don't have to have a full blackout environment, but the biggest thing is we, you know, if we're aiming for them to have a sleep in the pram um, or, you know, the carrier or potentially the car, if they can see everything around, they're just a lot more likely to be quite stimulated and, you know, be really engaged by what's going on. They might be looking at you if they're forward facing, sorry, rear facing. Um, and, you know, they can they can see you um, really easily and are smiling at you and, and really engaging. So you can use something like a snooze shade um, that attaches to the pram that's really nice and breathable and a safe product to use. Um, and it also often blocks out um, the UV, which is really great as well for the warmer months. You can use something like a light muslin wrap, but just being really mindful that it doesn't get too hot in the pram. Um, so even if you have it covering a little bit while your little one's going to sleep and then, you know, you, you open it up a little bit once they are asleep so that there's, they're getting some really good airflow. A lot of prams these days have really good ventilation flaps as well. So you can open all of those if it's some warmer temperatures just to make sure there's lots of airflow going through there. Um, the second tip I have for you is playing white noise. So I'd suggest get a portable white noise machine or you could take your phone, but often you'll then be looking at your phone potentially while you're out and about or the phone might ring and, you know, then the white noise stops. So I just got um, a cheap little white noise machine that we took sort of everywhere with us. We had that for the car, for um, any uh, pram naps. And when she was having a carrier sleep, sometimes I'd take that as well. But what the white noise does is help cue them for sleep, particularly if they're used to having white noise playing in their sleep environment at home. And it also helps just to block out any startling noises like trucks going past or dogs barking, that sort of stuff when you're on the go. So the third tip is, this is really important, and this is something that a lot of families laugh at when I tell them. And it's especially when you're doing a pram nap, really avoid looking at your baby and peeking to see if they're asleep for a good 15 to 20 minutes, even 30 minutes. Because if you keep lifting up their snooze shade or their muslin wrap or lifting up the hood of the pram and look at them constantly, it's literally like playing peekaboo with them and they're going to be stimulated by you every time you do that. And it'll also 
mean that they can then see all the trees and the things around and it's just going to disrupt that process of them falling asleep. It's very similar to if your baby was in their cot and you kept opening the door every minute or two just being like, hey, are you asleep yet? Hey, are you asleep yet? They're, they're just going to be really stimulated. So darken the, the, the pram, go for a walk and then have a look. You know, when your baby's been quiet for a while, then have a look and check if they're asleep or look through the little flap at the top of the pram. Some prams have that um, that makes it easier to see if they have dozed off. So they're my three tips. Darken the sleep space, play white noise and don't peak for 15 to 20 minutes. But really the biggest thing here is practicing it regularly. I have a lot of families when they start sleep support with me, they are really feeling anxious about going out for naps in the car or the pram or the carrier because their baby just does not sleep well on the go. But really, it's just like trying to get your baby to have sleeps in their cot. At the moment, you know, they might not be used to doing that, but the more we do that and offer that for them, the more normal it will become. So challenge yourself if this is a goal you have to be able to, to get out and about for more naps, just do it more regularly. Once a day to begin with, um, focus on that big lunch nap being in their cot and just take the pressure off yourself. Expect that there might be some hiccups. They might have, you know, just a 10 or 15 minute sleep on the go, but it will get better. And I promise you that after a couple of weeks of being really patient and practicing it each day, your baby will get better at it and they'll have a good sleep on the go. And that is going to give you so much flexibility. I used to love Heading out, you know, when Hazel had her nap at, say, 9 or 9.30, I'd head out, park somewhere near the beach, get a coffee, set her up in her pram, and I'd go for a good hour, hour and a half walk while she slept. And it was so nice. I just listened to a podcast and just chilled out, got some exercise in, and it meant that she was really adaptable. We could take her out to a winery in the late afternoon and she'd have a sleep in her pram or, you know, wherever we were, it was really easy for her to sleep on the go. And she'd also sleep beautifully well in her cot. Um, it doesn't have to be one or the other. So if you've heard any messages like that, where, you know, you shouldn't be doing naps on the go, it's just not true. And the, the more you practice this, the more confident you will be in your baby's ability to sleep on the go. So just a really quick episode for you today. I hope that was helpful. Um, I would love if you can subscribe to this podcast, share this episode with a friend. If you have a friend that might have been struggling with naps on the go um, or you're wanting a walking buddy for your pram naps, you know, in the morning with your baby, um, send this to them so you can both get that confidence to get out and about and, and on the go. What I want to um, just say before I finish up as well, in late October, I am going to be hosting a travel masterclass. So this is a masterclass all for parents that are wanting to feel super confident with traveling with their babies, um, navigating off routine days, navigating plane trips, and, and how to navigate going on holidays with your little one whilst still supporting them to sleep really well so you can actually get some good rest on holidays as well. So I'm going to be releasing in a week or two um, some information about that and also a link to join. Um, really, really excited. I know this is something that a lot of my families that I work with and a lot of the families on Instagram 
really want to be able to travel more confidently and just not dread the lead up to holidays. Um, So keep your eyes peeled for that. And yeah, thanks for tuning in and I will catch you next week.